0: This is Kaya Biz with Kokuletum 4P on Kaya FM. Alan Gray helping you secure your future. Alan Gray is an authorized financial services provider. Well, Afropolitans, we well into the month of September, and despite the gloomy weather that we had today, it's all sunshine and roses. But is it really? Is it really even when it comes to your money and your finances? And that raises a significant question because September uh, marks the official start of a new season in terms of the spring equinox. But how often is it that you actually spring clean your finances to make sure that you haven't accumulated any bad financial habits? You haven't lost sight of your long term goals. And most importantly, you also take a fresh approach to actually identifying some uh, new opportunities to continue building and improving and increasing your wealth. Well, how do we do this? and what key elements do we need to be mindful of? Well, to guide us through this conversation, we joined on the line by Client Relationship Manager at Allen Gray, Noluyolo Pettela, who's going to give us some insight to discuss a few financial habits we should toss and which we should keep. Noluyolo, a warm welcome to Kayabiz and thank you for your time. Good evening, Google. Thank you for having me. I'm really looking forward to this conversation because I think so often we really take a very strong approach to a new season and spring uh, being a new month and a new opportunity. But this September is very different to previous years, particularly because we are six months into a global pandemic, which has seen a lockdown take place, a change in financial behavior and also made us uh, really interrogate uh, our financial patterns and habits.
1: Correct. Absolutely. Uh, so with this particular one, we are facing the pandemic, as you've said, and COVID-19 has undeniably brought an abrupt change in our lives. And amid the chaos, so there is an opportunity for us to pause, reflect and take stock of some of our habits. And there's absolutely merit in the same energy that we bring, you know, when it's springtime, we cleared our wardrobes, we changed the furniture around the house. So there's merit in directing that same energy towards our particular finances.
0: You raise a very important point because a lot of it does speak to behavior, right, as well as habits. Uh, and then that raises the question, how does one get into the habit of making sure that they're working towards their financial goals on a regular basis and not just when we happen to be in a good mood?
1: Absolutely, Gugu. So that one, it's reviewing taking the stock and pausing. So consult your budget. And with COVID-19, things haven't been different. Some of us have managed to save on some of those monies that we spend when we grab the occasional coffee. But also, some of us have been spending so much on data. And so there's merit in actually interrogating to say, where about can you particularly with those smaller, the relatively smaller purchases that we overlook. Mm-hmm. Because when it comes to the bigger purchases like buying furniture, we tend to really consider and think about that heavily. But those occasional spending of data, those are the expenses which can pile up. And if it's not made provision for in our budget, they could over time build those terrible habits that could hurt our investments
0: over the long term. You mentioned coffee, you mentioned data, and I know I'm guilty of uh, overspending on both those elements. And it actually (laughs) speaks to impulsive buying, right? Um, At least I've scaled back on the shoes. But (laughs) that actually speaks to a behavioral trend that we need to monitor in terms of how best does one actually curb impulsive spending uh, and avoiding actually taking on more debt?
1: Discipline is key on that one, Go, and understanding that when you're about to buy that item impulsively, what is it that you are foregoing in terms of the plans you've already made for your finances? And so things are now reduced in terms of the level restrictions that we're on. We can find ourselves walking through the malls, and perhaps it may be a good idea to leave your credit card at home so that you don't get into the temptation of buying those items. Especially now in the time that we live in, you could be on your cell phone and 10 minutes later, you find yourself having ordered an item online to be delivered at, at your doorstep. So it's really identifying what are your triggers and then putting those measures in place to help yourself and protect yourself from yourself.
0: Afropolitans, if you've just joined us, we are in conversation with Noliolo Petela She is a client relationship manager at Allen Gray, helping us understand how best we can take advantage of this new season. It might not feel like spring in Johannesburg today given the overcast weather, but you can still spring clean your finances and toss some bad behavioral uh, habits that you might have when it comes to your money. Uh, and Noliolo, this actually speaks to the theme of emotions uh, and they often compromise our investment returns because we talk about the markets being down one day, that leads to panic and people want to sell and when markets are up another day uh, we might be overzealous and actually want to plow more money into the markets when the timing might not be opportune but how do we rein emotions in and and continue to exercise emotional discipline
1: oh that is a tough one google because Mm -hmm. firstly as human beings we are naturally emotional beings and reactive and secondly any purchase that deals with you parting with your hard-earned money Really doesn't come easy, even if it means it's to your own benefit in the future in the form of investing. But there is quite a way to to monitor around that. And I think instead of perhaps jumping out and in a fund trying to time the market, because as we know, times that have been, many people may not have been impressed when they look at the value of their investment statements. It may seem that it just keeps going down, and so in such instances fear as an emotion tends to be the most prevalent one, you know, the sensation to want to cash out and maybe mm-hmm. put it in a less volatile type of investment. But ask yourself this, have your objectives changed? And if the answer is no, then stay put in that particular fund because history tells us that as time goes by, you often ride out the waves of that short term volatility and make some nice profit because of compounding interest.
0: Yep, you're quite right about that. I'm just thinking of the time period we saw between the months of March as well as June or July this year. The markets literally dropped to levels well below 39,000 points. And now look where we are, back up again, above 50,000 points. So again, shows that you do need to be patient uh, and uh, continuously invest in the market, regardless of the waves we see. Now, Leo, look, there's another interesting caveat to this conversation. Lockdown not only helped to bring us closer to our families and loved ones um, by being um, homebound, but this has also raised the opportunity to have very difficult conversations with our loved ones in terms of letting them in to understand our financial goals where does one begin such a difficult conversation um, that at times can also be very emotive absolutely it, it's a tough one
1: google because in many households money itself is a topic it's taboo to to speak about money but it's an uncomfortable but yet important conversation to have just so that we are realistic in terms of the expectations from family And how much you can help so that you don't find yourself overextending yourself and perhaps having to delve into debt, which may have been avoided had you sat down with your family and said, it's a bit tight this month but I can put it into my budget and then we can have a look at it next month. So I
0: think it's important to rein in the family and be honest. And transparent. Mm. Is it ever wise to, to go it alone um, and, and literally just follow the news headlines, follow the themes and maybe even your emotions and take some long-term investment decisions from that?
1: Not necessarily says Google and there's actually merit in finding a good independent advisor who can sit down with you, sit down your plans, look at Google holistically, what's your risk appetite, how much is it that you're willing to save and really hold your hand through this process Because as daunting as it is to speak about money, advisors can actually come in and hold your hand. Not only do they help to put down the plan and stick with you through the process, but they can also act as being accountability buddies, you know, when those financial habits which are not good are starting to come in. So there is merit in not doing it alone and seeking the height of a good financial advisor.
0: Indeed. I always think of it as money doctors. Uh, The same way that we prioritize our health or uh, have a sore tooth and you go to a dentist or healthcare practitioner, it's important as well to make sure that you speak to someone who's adequately qualified, well-trained and skilled and has a great understanding of the broader financial uh, environment for you to follow through with. A big thank you for your time this evening. Sis Nolio Olo really giving us some quality insight in terms of bad habits to get rid of and positive habits to develop. That is Nolio Olo Pedela, Client Relationship manager at Alan Gray and in case you're not sure just a few of those bad habits to toss is buying on impulse uh, tapping into too much debt and of course letting your emotions control your financial behavior. Helping you secure your future was brought to you by Alan Gray. Alan Gray is an authorized financial services provider. Afropolitans it's been a pleasure being with you this evening we're back again tomorrow between 6 and 7 p.m.